Doctor? What doctor? Doctor who? Doctor who, did you say? Eh? Doctor who? What are you talking about? gibberish or do you really know what you're talking about i think it's kind of appropriate that a story with a space titanic in it is the one where i seriously consider jumping ship on this podcast yeah had there been enough lifeboats i think yeah i it was really weird because i put it on and, I, and said well what when you're doing this and i said it's the titanic one she goes but you know that's crap and it's like well let's give it a chance and it's like two minutes in yes crap this um right this is such a a weird one again, isn't it? It always seems to pick the weird ones. Um, this this is as David Tennanty as it gets. Yeah, I, I... I was watching it with an eye to what you would be thinking watching it because you you hadn't seen it since um, since it transmission. Yeah, since transmission, and and his first scene where he goes what what what. Yep. And I thought, oh, Eric's going to be lost at that point. Most most of this, like hour and ten or whatever it was, yeah. my 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 jaw was jutting out in annoyance. <laughs> it really was. Um, yeah, my I think my face would have been a picture because, um, you know, I'm, I'll continue on another nautical theme. I'm going to nail my colours to the mast here, and I'm going to say this story is by far the worst one that we've covered so far. This 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 annoyed me in a way that the other ones didn't this irritated me in a way that the other ones didn't and um, I, I, I agree there yes yeah um, i mean i mean all the other ones that we've had on our yeah. you know our, our bottom of the dung heap list you know i mean you know some of them are crap because you know there's no budget you're you've got crap casting choices or bad acting or whatever but this one this story is just so smug so pretentious so we don't give a toss about what came before, you know, presenting, yeah. you know, the Doctor as the saviour of the universe, you know, turning the bloody Doctor into a superhero. It, this, it's just yeah. horrible, horrible, this, horrible. This is weirdly, because this, this was the, the Christmas one. And, and to be fair, almost all of the Christmas ones have been below par. And the usual uh, sort of excuse you get is, well, it's Christmas and it's a chance to be a bit panto. People will, uh, will be sat there after their meals and they won't want to think too much. Or, bollocks. It's, this, yeah. is, this is designed to fail, this one, isn't it? Because it's, it's also, from my mind, the most, uh, the most Russell T. Davis of his writing. This has got every trope that Russell T. Davis brings in, all the... All the stuff that I really don't like about his writing is encompassed in this story. All the worst parts of David Tennant are encompassed in this story. And like you say, this is the this is the one where they deify the Doctor. And then that, that scene later on where he's lifted heavenwards by two angels. Oh. I, I, I just couldn't believe it. It's like, they're taking the piss, surely. This, they're not doing this seriously. But I think they were. I don't think it's a comedy. 
I no, don't think I, they're sending it up at all or anything. They, 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 this is a, a, a reset of the Doctor as yeah. a superhero, as the yeah. saviour, as the guardian of the Earth and everything, you know? Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. <laughs> all right, well, shall we, sh shall we get into it? You know, yeah. the sooner we start, the sooner we finish. And, yeah, we... Yeah, we've got this what, what, what. And, yeah, that's my first annoyance. I mean, yeah, he's all by himself. And the TARDIS is hit by yeah. this Titanic with enough force that it comes into the TARDIS itself. Yeah, which they they never explained except in, I think, the Children in Need skit with Peter Davison, didn't they? And it's like, so you explain it in a completely separate throwaway charity sketch you do a major plot point as to why the TARDIS can be, um, you know, ripped open. Um, it, this first scene is just horrendous. Um, well, the, we're, in a minute we're going to find out it's actually the Titanic in space, right? Yes. So, so if the TARDIS has been ripped open enough that the prow of this ship comes yep. in, surely all the air is sucked out, is yeah. it? Also... also um, we, we we immediately get into the the issue of why is this why is it so why is it so perfect a copy in certain respects but others so so the you know the the life belt drops down and it's an old life belt yep. life ring with the Titanic. Why has the spaceship got these on the front? Yes, that work. Hmm. You know, other than thing, why is there a, the old um, the horn, the sea horn going off. Uh, what use is that in space? How can you hear that in space? Yeah. You know? You know. Um, I've what got a question. To get out the way. Yes. <laughs> I've got a question. How, how does he repair the TARDIS? He pushes a lever. Yeah, he just presses a lever and it reverses it. That's mm. handy, isn't it? Mm. All right. Well, we have that bit of nonsense. Um, yeah. And then... You know, we get into it proper, and he materialises inside the ship, and we've yeah. got the robots of death, haven't we? These are yes, the robots that's exactly of death. That. The, so the best thing in this story are the uh, the host, um, but they are just the robots of death, Art Deco robots. If they behave the same way, there's yeah. certain scenes where it's exactly the same, like when its arm gets caught in the door. And I was thinking, is this paying homage to it, or is this just ripping it off? No, it's Difficult ripping it off. Tell, yeah. No, it's ripping it off. It's ripping um, it off. It worries me as well that, again, because I'm presuming, I, don't, I, I didn't do any research in this and looking behind the scenes, but I'm presuming they didn't build all of this. This is something, you know, they've, they've obviously gone onto a ship and, and done On a ship you know. set or something. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this is too nice to have all been built for this crappy Christmas special. You've uh, said this before, it's too good yeah. for Doctor Who. It's That's too the phrase. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it all looks perfect. And it's. Accurate, so they've accurately re recreated the Titanic inside, not necessarily out, but inside, to the, the the point where like the buttons are the same, the the way they're talking is the same, like the the captain and that they're talking very much like a, a Victorian, um, you know, or Edwardian, I suppose, uh, sea captain would talk. Yep. They've got all this detail spot on, but later we learn that they know nothing about Earth. They've never been to Earth. Yeah. So yeah. how can they be so perfect yep. on getting all the visual details, but then they don't know anything? I know the, the, the supposed historian got his degree 
later on from a, a postal course or whatever. But if you know enough about the history to create this perfect example, by just osmosis alone, you wouldn't be this ignorant on everything else. Yeah, yeah. It, it's you know. all just very silly, isn't it? It's, you done know. For, it's done for jokes. It's done for horribly belaboured, obvious jokes. It is belaboured. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't like the design of the Titanic because it is an authentic Titanic, except you've got all the sci-fi bits stuck on yeah. it to show you that it's a spaceship. I mean, up on the bridge where you've got Captain Jeffrey, you know, you've got this silly yeah. mix of flashing lights with, yeah, early 20th century yeah. technology. It's... Um... It's stupid, because um, yeah, you got um, Jeffrey Palmer. Love him. He can't do any wrong. He's 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 acting his little heart out in this, um, but it makes no sense. It's because you sort of equate it to a theme park, don't you? This is like a theme park, right? It's a theme yes. park. But the the thing with theme parks is they don't they don't hold the 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 fantasy on everything they're doing. No. You know what I mean? You don't. It's just, it's so weird that this is, they're, they're at one point, you know, saying this is just a cruise liner and it's done up to look like it's a bit of a theme, but, but then all the officer corps and that are acting as if they're in the... In know, the real the, one. Uh, in the real one, the, you know, the, um, the the proper 1812 one. Uh, it's, it's weird, it's a bizarre thing. But then we immediately get, we start meeting some of the passengers and we immediately hit Russell T. Davis's writing style. Where every name is a funny name. Yeah. Every fat person is a comedy gold scene. Um, this if you're if you're white and straight and you know roughly normalish uh, looking person, then you're the villain. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, and you can't just be a villain. You've got to be the most the most capitalist villain ever. Yeah, because yeah, this it's... is Russell, isn't it? I mean, we thought it was bad last week when we had Russell, but I think you're right. This is this is hundred percent fully fledged Russell, yeah. isn't it? You know, um, yeah, silly names, silly characters. You know, um, you know, people laughing at fat people. Um, yeah. But not Astrid. only that, he's, yeah, he's doing the. He's also doing the. Uh, why won't anyone give dignity to these? fat common people but let's have a jokey scene where they show how fat and common they are <laughs> yeah people are it's standing there person. mocking yeah. them as they're tucking yeah. into their food aren't they yeah and then he he writes <laughs> them as acting like that like later on for no reason whatsoever it, there's no story plot line over it turns out she's so stupid she spent more on ringing up the the hotline for the competition than she could have bought the tickets for so yeah. he's he's writing this so he's acknowledging, he's writing this, that these fat people, that he's mocking other characters for calling stupid, he's just written them as stupid. Yep. Russell, mm. Russell, Russell, Russell. The more I, um, I, I admire him, he brought back Doctor Who, but the more I, I, either as I get older, or the more I look at his stuff, I don't rate him much as a man. No, this is, and like you say, this is quintessential. Yes. Uh, because, yeah, we have a companion, to, uh, well, w was supposed to be companion. We have Astrid, don't we? Yes. Um, Kylie Minogue, I've never rated her as an actor, and I still don't rate her as no. an actor. Um, yeah, she hasn't, her acting style hasn't really changed since her neighbour's days, has it? Really? No. Because um, she started off as an actress and then became a singer. 
and then went back yeah, but she, yeah. yeah. Act started off as an actress in Neighbours. I mean, it's yeah. mm, I don't know if that's acting. <laughs> yeah, but uh, the, the the weird thing is though, she's <clears throat> I don't. I don't know whether she's not putting much effort in, or they, this is the way they decided to play the character. But we're meant to, we're meant to, the doctor's meant to like be so enamoured with this person that's so full of life, and she's not. She's not presented as that. <laughs> no, she's so not. So the, the only thing we can gather from this is the doctor is a bit pervy to petite blondes. Yep, yeah, he, he's got a thing, hasn't he? Yeah, he's he definitely has. got a type, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's. Um, I would say she's bad, but she's just she's very forgettable. Yeah. Um, until her death scene, and then it just does become horrible bad. But I can't blame her for that, to be honest. No, that's not her fault. Yeah. Also, in this mix, we've got uh, the the guy from Tranquil Repose, haven't we? But my, my yes, the dodgy yeah. syrup. Yeah, old uh, Mrs. Bouquet's husband. Um, yeah, that's that's what I mainly know him from. I mean, I know yeah. you know I saw you know uh, him in you know in the Davros Dalek one. Yes, um, he's excellent. Before Joe Bell. Yeah. Yeah, Joe um, Bell. I kept yeah. thinking Joe Ban, and it's like no, that's Blake Seven, no, but it's Blake like Seven. Joe Ban. It's Joe Bell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's brilliant. And to be fair, I've seen him in other stuff. He's a, he's a, a absolute corking actor, and I think he's okay in this. He's one of the few characters. Other than the fact he's given this one joke, one-dimensional joke of he doesn't, he keeps getting Earth history and Earth customs wrong, which grates after about the third time. I mean, he's he's all right. He's 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 playing a he's he's a good actor. Like Jeffrey uh, Palmer, I think he comes out of this relatively unscathed. Mm. Yeah. No, I, I I like him. I I like him in lots of things, but yeah, yeah. mainly you know um, keeping up appearances. Um, and yeah, I remember him with that dodgy wig. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah that's funny. Yeah, but I, the, the the thing that always takes me out of it is uh, he's in um, Excalibur, isn't he? Oh, I've not seen it in ages. Who's yeah, he playing yeah. Excalibur? He, he plays Hector, who's um, oh, oh uh, Kay's uh, Kay's father and stepfather to to Arthur when he's a young. When he's a young boy, so it's really weird to watch Excalibur now, yeah. and there he is in a suit of armor in a John Borman totally 100% serious film on he, the life of King Arthur. He's one of those actors that you never—he's never been young. You've never seen him. So is he young in that? No, 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 because he's got a beard as well and everything, you know. But his voice is exactly the same. Yeah. Kay, did you bring? Did you pull the sword from the stone? He goes, <laughs> and he's saying it in exactly the same yeah. way he, he does Joe Bow and everything, you know. It kind of ruins it for me now. All right, so um, they go down in a very Blake Seven way. They've got Blake Seven yes. bracelets. They teleport down to Earth, don't they? Well, they, they again. So the Blake Seven bracelets are in a Blake Seven bracelet holder, and yep. this can't be coincidence. This has got to be the special effects guys going. Oh, I can, I can put a Blake Seven reference in here. Um, the beaming effect is straight out of Star Trek Next Generation. Oh, very much so. You know, um, yeah. So they they go down to Earth, and the big we get another of Russell T Davis's um, classic. The doctor says something and then is immediately shown to be wrong. He did it Seems. last week. Yeah. And he yeah. does it here. One this generation, regeneration yeah. later, he does it again. Yeah. yeah. So so the doctor's going, well, you can't go down here. Because there's that other character, Anaphylactic Shock. The red spiky bloke. Is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who's really annoying. Yeah. 
and he goes, he goes, you can't take him. He's, you know, he, he'll stand up like a sore thumb because this it's time all of year, crowded. it's crowded. You can't move. <laughs> Comedy gold. They beam down, and uh, there's no one about except for Bernard Cribbins. Yes, yeah. Because for the last two Christmases, yeah. London's nearly been destroyed, so now everybody, um, you yeah, know, just so, uh, evacuates. Openly on the news, they're saying, um, what will happen this year after the alien invasions of the last few Christmases? But later on, we get told that humanity covered all this up, so, so yes, no one yep. really believes it. Continuity be damned, doesn't it? Yep, yep, no, 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 it's, it's bollocks. You know, yeah. th- th- this is basically what it is. Old Bernard there, right? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you know, but here, here he is. Um, was this just meant to be a one-off? or, or yeah. a Because later on, he's, he is old Catherine Tate's dad or granddad, yeah. isn't he? So, you know, so Will. He, he was, he was, this was a one-off. Um, and then when they, they created the character of Catherine Tate, they wanted someone to be a granddad character. And then it was, I, th- I, I presume it's because everyone enjoyed working with him. They thought, oh, we'll bring him back and then pretend that that was, you know, that. But no, it wasn't planned. This was he was a one-off guest character, right? Which okay. is really weird because, without the knowledge of what comes later, this comes off as a, a weirdly eccentric performance. Mm. You know, as as just a standalone one-off character. This is a strange and very unrealistic performance. Uh, I love Bernard Cribbins. I think he's yeah, so do watch, I. Him, yeah. watch him do anything, but. Again, it's a he's a bit wasted in it. He's like the Greek chorus in this, and he, he he just comments an exposition newsstand person. Yes, yeah. You know, yeah. Why is it why is it empty? Well, because of this. Blah, 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 blah. Only um, me and the Queen are left. Yes. He says, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh dear, the Queen. Mm. We'll get to that. We'll get to yeah. that. Um, meanwhile, up in orbit, um, old Jeffrey has magnetised the hull yeah. to attract. Asteroids, you know, that's a bloody great magnet to pull asteroids yeah. towards you like that, isn't it? I mean, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure why you would want on a cruise ship why you would want the f- facility to magnetise your hull. Well, this I is mean, Max, it isn't it? It's our adversary. Yeah. I must say, we, we've already seen Max, haven't we? Our yes. adversary. Oh, God, he's yeah. on adverts on the screen with his gold yes. tooth. Yeah, um, he's he's not he's shown in adverts as very much a uh, uh, you know a sleazy car salesman. Very over the top, not in a believable way, which is okay because it's in a it's in an advert and it's promotional stuff. But then when we, pardon me, when we meet him, he's exactly the same. So this yep. isn't a clever play on greasy salesman. This is bad writing. Yeah. So Jeffrey, he yeah, yeah, you know, he magnetizes the hole. He turns the shields off. Yep. And, and then, then the asteroids yeah. hit. Well, um, um, the. Uh, I can't think of his name, but the young purser, Alonzo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, for that stupid joke at the it's end. It's just for that one joke at the end. So he he says, um, no, you can't do this. And then um, the captain pulls out a working Webley pistol. Why, again, why have they gone to this level of detail? Mm. Why is it a... Why have they given the captain a working Webley pistol? Where so do you get the Webley pistol from if you've never been to Earth? I know. And also, I mean, it's quite hard to get a Webley pistol now. Yes. They're, they're a bit old. Um, so he shoots him. And this is such a, 
a terrible, I mean, shot in the gut. That's a terrible thing to happen. It's painful. You can barely walk. You can barely move until he has to, and then he just he shrugs it off. Yes, and it's yeah. forgotten about for the forgotten rest of the story. Yeah. The, the occasionally, you know, holding his side and going, "Phew, that hurts." That's not a gunshot, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's that. Uh, the TARDIS is blown out into space, isn't it? And yes. the Doctor says something about, you know, when it's in space alone, it will lock onto the yeah. nearest gravitational thing, which is Earth, and just so happens to be London that it yeah, lands in. Yeah, isn't that handy that it didn't just lock on and land in the sea or something? Antarctica, outpost yeah. 31. Yeah, that would have been a thing, wouldn't it? See, if, if, what, what he could have done, I mean, I, I, I don't... I, don't know whether they'd introduced it at this point. I think they had. In fact, I'm pretty certain they had. What he could have done is said that it will automatically lock onto the nearest, um, uh, you know, time fisher and then film it in Cardiff. But then yes. you couldn't have had the silly queen scene, could you? No, so, the, the doctor yeah. would have to get on a train and travel to Cardiff at the end of the yeah. story, you know? Um, mm. Yeah, stupid, stupid, stupid. <laughs> yeah. Um, after that, that's when the robots of death start to rebel, yeah. killing with line, their halos. Yeah. The one line I like is when someone says something to the robot and he, and he goes, Information, you're all going to die. I thought, that, okay, that's the one line I, I quite liked. But then, they yeah, they take their halos off. And we don't really get any build-up to this, but then we get a few lines that suggest that that this society is based like robots of death, based on having robots doing everything. And re but there's no build-up to this, like in Robots of Death. It's just thrown out there that these these robots do everything for them. But why, why are they like angels? And why have they got halos? And why do the halos detach and become weapons? Well, I guess because it's Christmas themed. This party that they've got, that they've gone right. to Earth for Christmas Day, therefore, maybe, maybe for the rest of the year or any other time, the, these robots of death look like something else. Maybe yeah. if it was at Easter at Earth, they'd all look like gold Easter bunnies or something. So do you think... Do you think that then Max Capricorn has... He's put these weapons on their head. And I the think plan so. Is that these, but then why, I don't get his plan, because why not just open the airlock, have the captain open the airlock? But we find out later that off. yeah. But we find yeah. out later he's completely broke, isn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, he's got no money or anything. But he seems to be able to finance, yeah, weaponizing these information yeah. robots, magnetizing the hull and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm. And it's and it yeah. We'll get to the plan later on because it doesn't make any sense. Um, but yeah, the robots become robots of death in a scene eerily reminiscent. Yes, uh, I mean that line that you like yeah. reminded me of robots of yeah, death as same, well. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, it's the yeah. juxtaposition between the calm, casual voice and what it's saying. Yes, um, and the menace of it. Yeah, and the menace. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <coughs> uh, juxtaposition. We juxtapose into the Poseidon adventure. Yes, I got. I actually got to my notes. And it says now it's the Poseidon adventure. It most certainly yeah. is. Yep, yep. Which had a fat lady in it. Yes, uh, even to oh. the point where. Uh, the, the 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 large lady uh, Shelley Winters, I think it was. Shelley Winters, yeah. So she was an Olympic swimmer, supposedly, and she she gets a a scene where she shows them that she's not just fat; that she does it. It kills her because she's yeah. fat, obviously. Um, but this person gets none of this, does it? Just they both. I mean, oh god, his comedy death and then her comedy death. It's just shockingly 
stupid. Well, I've got I've, I haven't got shockingly stupid. I've got utter bollocks for the whole soap yeah. opera bit where where, where yeah. them two are talking. You know, oh, it's God. like yeah, because because um, they've been t- the doctors told them. Oh look, there's a they, they go up a, a corridor and they the staircase and there's a host there, but it's damaged. And they go, oh, it's okay. We just happen to be. Uh, robot repair specialists. Mm. We can fix it. Oh, that's handy, isn't it? Oh, that's handy. Yeah. So yeah. they go and fix it, and then we, the, um, the Alfonso guy, uh, calls down to the doctor and says the robots have gone mad. They're now killing people. And so the doctor. But in the meantime, we're treated to this scene where um, she explains that she's an idiot and wasted all their money. Mm-hmm. Um, and where it's, I don't know. I, again, I, the tone is so weird. I don't know whether we're meant to go. Oh, that's touching. Oh, look, they got they love each other, really, or whether we're meant to laugh at them. I don't know. I honestly don't know. It's the same thing with Astrid and the red spiky thing. You yeah. know, um, going on a date and stuff. I don't. I don't get yeah. that one either. And and this, I mean Banner Cafalata or whatever. Is, oh God. And he speaks in this. Uh, horrendously annoying way where he, call, he refers to himself in the, the third person and then talks in like pidgin English and um, then he just randomly said I'm a cyborg and she goes totally randomly because we've not built any of this up she goes of course cyborgs are, uh, are actually treated as second-class citizens they have no rights on in our society mm. um, it's like, where's this come from? What you're doing, like a, you know, are you equating these cyborgs as a persecuted thing? What, what in yeah. this stupid bloody Poseidon adventure ripoff? Um, yeah. So she says that she she would actually uh, marry, go on a date and marry him and become his wife. Yeah. Um, I think she's doing it because she's safe in the knowledge she's going to die. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what it is. But but as utter bollocks as that bit is and as utter bollocks as the couple bit yeah. was before them you've got the supreme utter bollocks which is David Tennant talking to camera going on about I'm the doctor I'm a time lord oh. blah 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 yeah. that really hacked me off that bit yeah I, I'm the doctor I'm a time lord I'm from the planet of Gallifrey in the constellation of Casturbrus uh, blah 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 blah. Now, realistically, I mean, it, you know, it's the sort of thing that they like to put on clips shows, isn't it? That is that you put it on your, your show reel. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what the others should have said is, what? What does any of that mean? Yes. Yeah. What your For... your time lord? What? Furthermore, can you see any of the classic doctors? having that speech. Can you see, you know, William Hartnell saying that? No. Can you see John they Pertwee saying to. that? No, it, again, it's turning him into a superhero. Yeah. Well, this is the start of, I mean, we had a little bit in uh, Chris Rexham, but this is the start of the, where the Doctor's got many mythical names. He's the oncoming storm. Yeah. You've only got to mention his name and whole species will kill themselves rather than be defeated by him. The galaxy fears him. Right? Yeah, I hate it. I hate it. It's... It's such lazy, lazy writing. And it's not for us, is it? But I mean, no, I, 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 yeah. I, I know... New fans love that, it. Yeah. New Who fans do like it, yeah. you know, and, and David Tennant's their favourite Doctor, and... and, and okay, well, a lot, a lot, of, people, fair a lot enough. of people mention this, don't they? They will say, um, oh, do you know what the, the problem with Jodie Whittaker is? She's never had a Doctor scene like this where she proclaims she's the Doctor and does it. I'm glad... Yeah. Because these never come across as anything other than stupid. Um, 
it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, I throughout all of this, I'm siding with the uh, the capitalist horrible guy because everything he's saying is yes. makes perfect sense so far. <laughs> yes, <coughs> yeah, yeah, you're not wrong there. Um, In fact, another line I did laugh at is when um, when those uh, the, the two common fat people are. Uh, Celebrating on, and he hears it, and he goes, uh, "What's happened? Have they found a donut?" <laughs> I yeah. laughed at that. I don't know yeah. what it says about me. No, no, that's all right. I mean, you know, the, you have more comedy gold with the doctor saying he knows all about Christmas because he was there, and how he got the last room. That was comedy gold, wasn't it? Yeah. So, um, so what we what we saying here is 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 the doctor um, like is he saying that the uh, the Jesus story is true? I guess well, that's so, a unless... A that's a bit of a change for the Doctor Who universe, yes. isn't it? Yeah, it is. If that is true, or he's just trying to be a smart-ass and trying to be yeah. funny, which he's not. Um, yeah. And, of course, all this is happening while they're trying to get up to the bridge, and, you know, it's the Poseidon adventure thing, and yeah. they think they, they think they're going to make it, but then um, we have flying robots of death. Then. We do, we do. Oh, we missed the most important part as well. So you know, um, in the Poseidon bit. So in the Poseidon bit, they they have to swim. They have to hold their breaths and swim. Uh, yes. Alien, th- Alien Resurrection nipped. Yes, yes, well. they so did. Obviously, a very popular film. Uh, so this, we get a bit where they have to crawl under a, a small a small tunnel piping bit. It's not. It doesn't seem that difficult. But we do get uh, a down blouse moment with Kylie. Oh, so I didn't notice. I might be writing. I might be writing at that point. A down blousy, all right, let me make a note. All right, I've got to look for a down blousy. All right, okay. <laughs> the things I do for this podcast. Can yeah. you imagine that? You say to your Mr. you you're fast forward and pausing. What are you looking for? Oh, there's a moment when we look down Kylie Minogue's blouse. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's all for the podcast, dear. Um, yes. <laughs> so, so, yeah, down come these flying robots of death. I don't know how they fly. Um, no. That's never um, shown. Um, but the spiky red bloke flashes them to death basically yes. so so amazingly so he's a cyborg with no build-up to that he goes i'm a cyborg and then with no build-up he says luckily all cyborgs have an emp emitter in their chest why i've no idea so he yeah he uh, he flashes his chest at them yes and um it kills all of them um this is the weirdest emp uh, generator as well because they, they they pull it out of his chest and it's usable as a hand weapon um, but it, it destroys these hosts but not any of the computer systems or the screens or the computers no. that no. they're using around them it's very, or Max uh, himself or Max yeah mm. Mm. that's a very localised EMP isn't it it is yes yeah, yeah. Yep, so, so that's that and yeah red spiky bloke dies and we've got the, the joyous scene of uh uh, Kylie Minogue trying to act emotional, um, yeah. and that's when the, uh, the 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 woman commits suicide, doesn't she? Because there's one there's one robot of death left. Yeah, well, her her husband in a moment of comedy gold um, falls to his death. Um, weirdly, we get I think three, possibly four deaths where people fall down shafts, and we get a camera angle blue yeah. screen that's a terrible effect and it's like they do it four times so I think like they watch Die Hard I think they were yeah, fans of Die Hard yeah, yeah. So, it's a Hans so Gruber her, thing yeah her husband um, who she just professed love to 
he might as well have said it's his last week till retirement because he was signalled as death at that point. Um, so yeah, he falls down. So she's got nothing to live for, and then she disappears for a bit mm -hmm. um, because they've got to walk across this uh, this rickety gangway, and um, we're meant to we're meant to go to the the um, the bad the inverted commas bad guy, the capitalist. He says, um, "I'm going before the fat people." Yep. Yeah, which is no, that is a fairly sensible move, to be honest. Mm. Um, you know, you don't want to send the heaviest person across first. Get who you can across, and then, um, so she disappears for a bit, and, you, and it's weirdly she's absent. And then when she's needed, yeah, she she grabs a robot that up to this point have been super strong, yep, uh, and quite deadly, and she grabs onto it and does a little speech, and then ties herself to it, and then jumps off of the the platform they're on and it drags the robot to death but i was just thinking then these robots fly that's a good point <laughs> yes we've just seen them flying yeah, we've literally just seen them fly oh, and yeah. yet it falls to its death no. all right well that's that done and then we have the setting up of astrid to become the new companion Yes. Isn't it? I, I don't think anyone believed that because it would have been no. all over the papers if Kylie Minogue was going to join before, as the new companion. To have her as, a, as a new companion. No. Um, J&T would, uh, would have blitzed the hell out of that publicity, wouldn't he? If oh, blimey, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it, we, get, we, get, we get a few robots of death type scenes, don't we, where the robots are going a bit mad. Mm -hmm. um, and then we, we t it turns out that that when you deadlock the the uh, the door on the bridge, it fuses it solid and it can never be opened again. What use is that? <laughs> that's just that's a terminal policy, isn't it? Um, but yeah, so so Astrid does this, and again, she might as well be she might as well say that she's only got two days to retirement, and it's her last uh, it's her last police job because she starts talking about how. She wants to. She's always wanted to go and visit the stars. And it's like you might as well have David Tennant turn to the camera and wink and go, "Remember this. Mm. Remember this for later." Uh, it's terrible. Do Do you know what the uh, what's that's a reference to? Her I wanting to go out into the stars and get away from this mundane waitressing lark. It's uh, ha Halo Jones from 2000 AD. Oh right. I don't know if Alan Moore tried suing over I that know. but uh, apparently that's the inspiration for her being I, I, like cause, that because there's a weird bit where she says she sort of follows the ace storyline as well doesn't she where she says um you know i i wanted to get away from my terrible life where i was just a waitress where, and now i'm a waitress here just on and an ace says something similar in yeah. dragonfire yeah um it's bad when you're having flashbacks to Dragonfire and thinking especially when we're on this story and you're flashing yeah. back to Dragonfire as well Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Well, shortly after that, we finally meet our adversary of the week, um, who's basically doing a Davros, isn't he? You, yes. you know, head and shoulders in a box. Yeah, um, he's. Um, there's all that's left of him is the is his head, and it's on like an industrial unit tractor type sort thing, of thing, tractor type thing. Um, and he's been here. So the doctor, the doctor, they they found this bit on the the, the plan deck thirty one or something. Um, where it's there's no data for it and it's blocked off and it's shielded. That's right. And the doctor's like, oh, I better investigate this. I mean, bugger saving us all our lives. I want to investigate what's happening here. So he goes down there and he immediately recognises 
the uh, he goes, oh, that's a something something escape pod that would survive the crashing of the ship and yep. keep someone safe inside. He's, he's a clever bloke, isn't he? Recognise it because to me it just looked like a, a container unit. It did, it yeah. did. But yeah, out he comes, and that's when we do get the the background to what's going on here. Situation report. Information. Titanic is still in orbit. Let me see. Should have crashed by now. What's gone wrong? The engines are still running. They should have stopped. When they do, the Earth gets roasted. I don't understand. What's the Earth got to do with it? This interview is terminated. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. I can work it out. It's not a task. I'm your apprentice. Just watch me. So, the business is failing, and you wreck the ship, so that makes things even worse. Oh, yes! No. Yes. The business isn't failing. It's failed. Past tense. My own board voted me out. Stab me in the back. If you had a back. He wants revenge on... The, this is such a stupid plan so he he's basically bankrupt his company yep. his ship everything is bankrupt um he wants revenge on his board which have kicked him out yes yeah so he's he's so squandered the resources of the company that they they're bankrupt so the board quite rightly kicks him out and votes him off and he wants to utterly destroy the board um for kicking him off so his plan is that he will uh cause such a terrible terrible crash for the ship kill all these people um and the board will be blamed and it will ruin their lives but the company's already bankrupt yes so the board will probably very rapidly disband i'm sure there's a less complex plan because it's also going to destroy all life on earth as well isn't it yeah yeah, because they've never visited Earth, so they don't really care. They, they think it's primitive or whatever. Um, it's going to destroy all life on Earth, and that's sort of a, I don't know, whatever. Um, it's also going to risk his life, because he's crashing with the ship. I don't know, I didn't understand why. No. Because he's not meant to be on this ship. So it's not like he's going to crash and, and then be a witness and say, I saw it all happen, because he's not exactly impartial. And I'm pretty sure certain the board would go, hang on, mate, you, you were sacked you probably sabotage this so why is he traveling down with the ship and risking dying even though he's got this container escape pod ting well why is he on the ship in the first place he, he, can, program, he can program his robots of death yeah. he's already given jeffrey his you know yeah. orders he doesn't need to be on that yeah and even especially if... he comes out and he goes have we not crashed yet yeah what yeah <laughs> oh dear um but, you know, supposing he had his revenge, right? And and they got, um, you know, all arrested and everything. What's he going to do with the rest of his life? I mean, he's he's a head in a box. Yeah. Where's he going to go? Well, he's going to be recognised yeah. wherever he goes. Yeah. Well, also, what I don't understand is... Um, he. We've already established that, although they're treated a bit roughly, there is cy cyborgs. So why doesn't he have a cyborg body? Yeah, why, why is he in a box on a tractor? Yeah. Because that, is that not cyborg? Would, is, are you treated okay if you're a head on a tractor, but not if you're a head on a bipedal unit? The, the rules of this society don't make a lot of sense. 
None of it makes sense. Um, we, we, we've next got old Kylie doing her Ripley bit, doesn't she? She comes out on a forklift. This um, is so stupid. Um, yeah, so... Several times... This, this, this is, again, things that I hate in these sci-fi shows. seem to do it all the time. So, um, Max listens to the Doctor and says, oh, whatever, and then he goes to the robots. Oh, um, we don't need Kill him. Kill him now. And the doctor goes, hold on, hold on. And the robots stop. Yeah. But they've just well, been given an order. They've just been given a direct order to kill the doctor. And we've shown before that they don't follow anyone else's order. Unless conveniently you say security override one. Oh, that was mm. hilarious, wasn't it? And then you've got mm. three questions. It's like someone out of bloody Austin Powers there. Um, so the doctor's doing it, yeah. And then it, Astrid's been listening to this and she decided that, you know, she's going to sacrifice herself to save the doctor so she's in this it's just a normal forklift truck that travels yep. at about two mile an hour and she she has enough time to say a little line in that and then she floors it and it's moves slowly towards him i mean anyone could have got out the way yep. but then she gets into a pushing match with uh with max's tractor unit I don't know how she got behind him from that point where she starts <laughs> off, but somehow got behind him. So she, he's now on the edge, um, and she's pushing him, and it's like it's not going to work because it's not powerful enough. But she's so stupid; she hasn't lifted him up yet. No, it's like you're on a forklift. That's presumably why you're on a forklift. So the doctor says something, and she lifts him up, and she gets to look at the doctor, and she knows she's going to die. And then she drives off and gets the same terrible green screen death that all the other people got. Yep. Yep. Oh dear. And after that, we get all this rubbish slow motion emoting <coughs> from all yes. the others because she's dead. Yeah. Which which ends with a slow motion David Tennant looking mean, clicking his fingers and being lifted up by yeah. the angels. Yes. And the rationale we get for this later on, because I, I thought, what? And then later on he goes, oh, if, if, uh, if the person in charge of the robots... Um, dies they're programmed to lock on and obey the nearest authority figure and that's me why is it <laughs> we've got surviving members of the crew yeah um, presumably i mean you're not even on their logbook so you don't exist why are you the next person and also that's that's horribly convenient much like the tardis circuitry that locks onto the nearest planet yeah if it's lost in space for more than 30 seconds uh, I mean, it didn't happen to Peter Davison this time, did no. it? Well, he, since. he has come out and said to the robots of death, I'm not a member of the crew, I am not a passenger, yeah. I don't exist, therefore you can't kill me. But now yeah. they've locked now onto him. him. Yeah. Yeah, no, and then, so he, he clicks his fingers and they, they seem to know what that clicking fingers means. So they take hold of him and they, they fly up in a, a horribly... Um, angelic showing how divine the doctor is you know i mean he was there he says he was at the birth of christ perhaps yeah. it was him um yeah. and then they in in tom and jerry fashion they bash through the ceiling of a ship and we get like wooden sound effects and yeah. planks what, this spaceship's wooden <laughs> so so the bridge I, what the, oh, it's, so it's crap and so is the next thing, this um, steering of the, uh, the ship through the atmosphere um, with old David gurning away. Um, yeah. And the Queen is told to evacuate. We see the Queen yeah, running he, he, down the corridor of Buckingham Palace. So he, 
he picks up the internal phone on the Titanic <laughs> and speaks yeah. to it as if there's some sort of operator and says, "Get me, get me Buckingham Palace." Bearing in mind this spaceship Earth. has yeah. never been to Earth before, yeah. yeah, yeah, and presumably that telephone isn't connected to the Earth telephone system. But then he immediately gets through to um, Buckingham Palace and says to the Queen, "You better evacuate," which she does by walking out of the door. Yes, 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 um, and and meanwhile we've also got Bernard telling them off because he thinks yeah. it's an alien invasion, so he's telling them off. Um, and I'm, I'm seriously losing the will to continue at this point. You know, it's like, oh, good God, oh, God. And just when I think it's, you know, hit the bottom, the ship flies over the palace and the Queen waves and says, thank you, Doctor. Thank you, Doctor. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, dear, oh, dear. It's, um, I mean, we've gone beyond pantomime now, haven't we? We've gone beyond CITV. We're now into is is Russell T Davis sticking two fingers up at the BBC? Is he is he doing the I'm going to write the shittest piece of crap and see if they fund it? I know I think you're giving him too much uh, credit there. Yeah. No, I just I just think but, he's just yeah, shy. We we haven't got the best bits yet, have we? So <clears throat> yeah, so the uh, he gets it back into orbit, even though. It was knackered. The ship was yes, knackered. Yes, it was burning it barely, up. Yeah, it was burning up. The engines had failed. Um, but evidently, the, if you, the speed at which it falls, if you can catch it and turn it upright, that re the heat restarts the engines. Mm. But it wasn't that the engines were off. It was that they were ruined. Yes. But no, no, he gets back up into orbit, he, though, doesn't he? Back up into orbit. Um, and then he, he gets one of his... Just one moment, David Tennant-isms, where he, he realises, he goes, um, she had a teleport bracelet on. So therefore, uh, it will we can bring her back because of some techno-babble rubbish. And he uh, he realigns the phase emitters and he, he brings her back, but there's not enough of her left, there's not enough power other than that she's an incorporeal ghost. Yes. And I was thinking, is this some sort of ghost of Christmas thing no i don't think so and then he goes and uh, he kisses the ghost yes so i i mean i well i don't get it right and then and then the the, the ghost turns into stardust and, yes. and, and drifts away through an open window through an open window an open oh it's window. it is bollocks isn't it it really yeah. is and then the story itself ends up with oh um you know joe bell um outside london with the yeah. doctor and uh, yeah, yeah. So he, because he had lied about being a historian, um, evidently the punishment for that is like death or thousand years imprisonment or something on in this mad society that doesn't work. Um, so the doctor teleports down with him to exactly where the TARDIS is, um, and luckily uh, he knows so little about Earth that he had he had set up a credit card with a million pounds on it. Mm -hmm. um, so they don't know anything. They don't know <coughs> anything about Earth. They think that we go to war with Turkey and eat them. Um, you know the country. They're so thick. They don't know anything. They know nothing about it. Totally ignorant. But they can create a credit card that presumably the chip and pin will work fine mm. in normal shops. 
I do not want to see the further adventures of that guy, do you? No, I, I do not. I do not. No. I mean, thankfully, no. they haven't brought him back. Possibly no. because he died, I think, from you, but... Yeah, no. Oh, no, it's just... Ugh. Thank God it's over. Um, <coughs> yeah. Mm. And yeah. then we get a final throwaway thing of this pathetic um, time... I mean, it, it was called Time Lord Victorious then. I don't know whether this, this last Time Lord Victorious big finish thing is anything to do with it because I point blank refused to to uh, to have anything to do with this Marvel style cross mm. pollination bollocks that they went with um, so he goes so he basically says um, I'm going to travel alone it's better that way and we get this thing of actually you might be evil doctor which nothing ever comes of that no it's mentioned a few times and he scowls at the camera and I think in the water of Mars he does something that is meant to be vaguely evil but it's actually probably quite sensible um, and then it just fizzles out yeah. and then we get we get a trailer for all the upcoming amazing things we're going to see yeah you missed out just before he gets in the TARDIS he looks up and he sees the stardust drifting by oh yes oh god yeah wasn't that moving so, so Kyle is in orbit is she <laughs> oh good lord is she Thanks. sentient up there do you reckon I don't know <sighs> Don't know, don't care. I don't care about this story in no. the slightest. It just irritated the heck out of me. It annoyed me and irritated me. I was actually getting quite angry at some <laughs> yeah, points. I, I, um, I came very close, as I said to you, I came very close to watching it in parts because it was annoying me. Um, and like I say, we've done, you know, we, we've done Sylvester McCoy stuff and it's... it's Bad. We haven't enjoyed it. There's usually something you can enjoy, but normally you're right. Normally, it Doctor Who fails through either you know trying trying to reach too high and it hasn't got the budget to do it, or they've hired the wrong person. There's not one thing about this story, production, anything that really works at all well. No, I mean you're right, Jeffrey Palmer. I mean, yeah. he's good in everything, but you know, it's just. Yeah, I've never, I've never ever seen Jeffrey Palmer do a duff performance in anything. Mm. So I think you're you're quite safe there. Um, but, but he's totally wasted is, here, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Why wasn't he? Why didn't they make him the villain? Mm. Rather than I don't know who that bloke was, the actor. But he was treating it as if, again, as if it's like CITV, weren't it? It was like, oh, I'm a villain. I'm not that that smile. So what the hell? What, what an eccentric performance! Yeah. All right. Well, we'll move on from that then. Yes. Um, um, we can say, um, I mean, pretty much new who. I mean, they don't. They've even. They, they, they've totally given up any idea of setting it in the future. I mean, it's pretty much. You know, th this went out two thousand and seven. So shall we say it's two thousand and seven for our Earth thing? Well. In fact, pretty much, other than the occasional visit to an alien planet, every time they visit the Earth sort of from now onwards it's generally certainly for the rest of David Tennant's that it's generally either in the past or the present day in it they, yeah it's I suppose it's cheap and it? it's cheap to film all right well that 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 puts him in 2007 London then yeah uh, on our list um, and the nearest to that is a year later it's still him he's still in <laughs> London for uh, the Sontaran stratagem yeah all right okay all right, so that's that. <coughs> right then, Mr. Capricorn, he of the golden tooth. 
Let's do this then design-wise. If you have a look at photo of Max Capricorn in his box on a tractor, yeah. what do you think? Um, I, I, I was, I was going to say this is going to be my first zero zero, but the actual design depended on how they played it. It's still awful, but I'm going to give it half a point. Half a point. Half All right. A point. All right. Okay. The, it, it, it was actually mobile. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I mean, I've seen it all before. You know, yeah. Davros, it was done yeah. so much better with old Terry Malloy in a dome yeah. like that, you know. Um, I gave it a one. Oh, all right. Generous. So that's 0 0.75 he gets for a design. You all right? right? Which is officially our lowest ever design rating. <laughs> right. The, the nearest one to that was 1.25, which was Mestor. Oh, God. When, when Mestor's a better design than you are. Yeah, you're in trouble. It's time to give up, isn't it? Yeah. All right. So that's, that's what we think of what he looked like. But how, how effective was this uh, chap? Um, I, I'm happy to go with a zero on this. <laughs> there was nothing convincing about him. He was played badly. Well, I actually, no, I, I, I won't say he was played badly. Because we don't know, he, the actor might have been asked to do that. He was he was played in a totally unconvincing way. Um, none of it made sense. His character didn't make sense. His uh, plan didn't make sense. His his, I mean, the, even the makeup effect wasn't great because he's meant to be a head, and then they've sort of painted his head and his shoulders and that with pipes on. It's like, but he, you could GC's he's just sat in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Zero from me. All right. Well, I stayed with a one. All right. Too generous. So he isn't. He isn't the lowest on um, uh, effectiveness. Wow. He's he's third from the bottom. Um, what shit. The hell was below him. Well, below him are the bannermen. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. The 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 CGI carrier knights. Yeah. Uh, the okay. axon human. The Sontaran store. Malice with the big head, the Jagrafess from last week, the Merka and the Garm. They are all wow. less in effectiveness. This is effectiveness yeah. we're talking about. But <coughs> if I stayed with a one, right, and yeah. you gave it a zero, right, yeah. that gives him officially the lowest ever adversary rating. Wow. We, we were saying last week that the Jagrafess with yeah. a one, okay. Couldn't get lower. Well, a week on, and we have, because that gives him an average of 0 0.89. Dear God. All right. So, yes, he is at the bottom of the barrel in his little box. Yeah. All right. I, I think he is. I mean, that's a good phrase. I think he is bottom of the barrel. Yeah. 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 So, well, blimey. <laughs> it wasn't that long ago, Ian. We were talking, yeah. you know, Pyramids of Mars. You know, know. and, and we, it's come to start, this. Yeah, we started this run through on a, 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 you know, a, a, a few weeks worth of absolutely cracking stories. And we, I think you said in one of them, is this going to be the first one where we go through the entire run of good stuff? Well, I jinxed well, that, didn't I? You jinxed it, yeah, that didn't cool. work, did it? All right, well, we're going to rapidly cross over the bit that says top ten or not, right? Yeah. So, but then we get to bottom yeah. three. Now... Okay. What do you think? Uh, worst. I think it's the worst it goes in at. At number one? At the worst. I was going to say above everything, but below everything. But you know what I mean. Yeah, at number one. This is the worst story we've covered so far. 
All right, I share that with it. I said it at the beginning of the show, I'm sticking with it. So um, that makes my worst, Voyage of the Damned, followed by Time and the Rani, followed by Dragonfire, right? Now, you are uh, Voyage of the Damned, Time of the Rani, and then Dragonfire. So So you've lost the longest game now. So that only stayed for one week, the longest game stayed for one week. I thought that that was so dull and boring and pathetic and what could ever be worse than that well you found out seven days later you found out yes um and then in behind the scenes um the working title for this story was starship titanic until someone pointed out exactly until somebody pointed out to russell that uh, um douglas adams not uh, has only um done a book there was a video game called that as yeah. well yeah um in the f- oh was it yeah, um really in the first draft of his script uh buckingham yeah. palace was destroyed by the titanic right okay um <laughs> the, the titanic crashes through it and uh the queen is heard cursing the doctor instead of so waving the we, we would have had a comedy scene where she emerges from the rubble, shaking her fist. Yeah. Damn you, Doctor! Yes, apparently so. But but uh, uh, it was felt to be too negative for a Christmas yeah. story to have that, right? Wow, that's where they drew the line. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, I cannot believe this is true. But apparently, um, approach to uh, play the role that Jeffrey Palmer did was... Yeah. Oh, no, not Jeffrey Palmer. Um, you know, Joe Bell. Joe Bell. Oh, right. Um, was Dennis Hopper? Really? Mm. That's 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 smacks of the. Uh, well, we we considered him to play it, and that's as far as it got. Because yeah. I mean, I mean, he's pretty much at that point. He was pretty much retired anyway, wasn't he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah and apparently um, later on they they went back to him for Max Capricorn as well. But yeah. Dennis Hopper couldn't have saved this story. No. No, oh. I, I, no, that that would have been purely for uh, newspaper inches, wouldn't it? To say yes. we've got Dennis Hopper in it. Yeah, no, it wouldn't have done. No, it wouldn't have helped it. No, um, that scene where the Doctor's lifted into the air by yeah. the robots of death was heavily criticised uh, by Catholic audiences uh, that you would do that over Christmas and also uh, Milvina Dean who was How the last dare time. you have your fictional character take the mission <laughs> of our fictional character <laughs> yeah. um, Not fictional Milvern, Milvina Dean who was the last survivor of the t- Titanic oh, right. uh, also well? yeah, yeah she complained <laughs> as well saying it was disrespectful to make entertainment of the disaster Did she, did she go uh, she goes I wouldn't have bothered surviving if I'd have known I'd have had to watch this shite. <laughs> yes, I, I wish I'd drowned. Yeah, um, I'd throw yeah. myself off the iceberg. <laughs> um, now, there was a rumour going around before this was shown that Astrid was going to vanish at the end by spinning around and you would hear the TARDIS noise. What? Yeah, and her name being an anagram of TARDIS was giving right. strength to that rumour. Okay, well, how, I mean, how would that have Oh, I don't know, I don't know. That's more bollocks, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and I cannot believe this, but at the time, upon transmission, this story was the highest charting episode in Doctor Who history. Really? 
Maybe that was at the beginning. I don't know how many people yeah. sat through to the end. Hmm. That's... Uh, what was the... Uh, I suppose, trouble is, it's like, with ratings, you're, the number of people watching you is really more telling you about the previous story, isn't it? Because yeah. the people that tuned in word of mouth and that, and you go, oh, i watched the next one. So I wonder what the next episode after this whether that went down <laughs> because yeah, people I don't watch know. this imagine watching this for the first time and people have been going to you um, you should watch Doctor Who it's really good it's, yeah it's been brought back and it's quite and then you watch this yeah but there's other factors as well because didn't you say there was a Doctor Who got, that got a really high rating but that's because ITV was on strike yeah so um, City of Death um, got amazingly high ratings but that's because there was nothing on the other channel so who, who's to say on whatever yeah. day this this was transmitted everything else christmas on the other day, channels was rubbish would have been yeah. christmas day i would have thought but, yeah, it was back in the time when yeah. doctor who was actually out on christmas day not shunted off on yeah. you know the day after new year's it, day or something like it is now i suppose if if you can't get a decent audience at prime time christmas day when literally people are trapped in their houses bloated um, bloated yeah. yeah, they're not even gonna. They're not even gonna struggle to turn the telly over. Um, no. <laughs> yeah, you're you're probably doing a bad job. They 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 just couldn't be asked finding the remote control yeah. after watching EastEnders or something. Do you think people were watching it? They tuned in halfway through and they're watching it, going, "Bloody Poseidon Adventures on every Christmas." <laughs> it's a Christmas staple. Yeah. Yeah. Gene Ackman's uh, let himself go, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and yeah, Shelley Winters has changed colour. Yeah. Yeah. Oh dear. Oh well. Like I say on many of these things, at least we've done it. It's it's out yeah. the way now. We don't have to come back to this again, do we? No. No, we thank can burn God our for that. DVDs. Yes. Well, you own it. You physically know, own, own it, it. You know. Oh dear. Oh dear I, do you know what? I um. It's only the completest in me. I I really toyed because my shelf's getting full, and we were doing the remote, and I really toyed with um, completely selling off new who. But then I right. looked on CEX, and they're, they're worth about £1.70. <laughs> so you might as well keep them. Well, that's why I, I literally I put, I, I scanned them and found out how much worth I just put them back on the shelf and something. But yeah, I honestly toyed with not being a new Who fan anymore. And especially as you can see it on iPlayer yeah. now, yeah. like I did, you know. Yeah. All right, well, that's it over. That's it over. So we can yes. wave goodbye to, yeah, we can wave goodbye to David for like three months. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, hello, Matt Smith. Um, so it's, yes. it, it's the 11th Doctor next week, and uh, I've got to announce oh. who we're doing. And oh, oh, uh, it'd be funny if you went with um, a Christmas carol. Ha who's to say that I. Who's to say you haven't, yeah. Well, no, I haven't. No. Um, all right, I'll give you a clue. I, uh, my, my first clue is there's an element to this story that we're going to be looking at that is a small variation on, on what's irritated us about this story. An element it, of something. It's, it's irritated you and I, something in this story this week. Right. There's an element of it in the story we're going to talk about next week. Well, it's hard to narrow down what annoyed us because I think there wasn't anything <laughs> that didn't. All right. Okay. Um, Shall I give you another clue? Yeah, give us another clue. All right. Aye, aye. Oh, so it's set on a boat? No. No? Aye, aye. I'm trying to be funny. Aye, aye. Aye, aye. No, I'm not getting it. Right. Uh, think eyeball. Eyeball. Oh, right. Um, 
God. Is it Matt Smith's first one where the Prisoner Zero? That was a big eyeball, wasn't it? That's it. It's the Atraxi. Is it? Yes. Ah, is that what it's called? I did not know. It's called the Atraxi. Oh, so we'll be looking into Amy's Crack. We are looking into Amy's Crack, yes. Oh, right. Yes. Is that a new tally? You're going to have to... <laughs> I, I, I actually remember that being quite impressed with that one. I thought it was quite a, a strong start for... The small variation that I'm referring to is the moment towards the end oh, where the he says... Yes. Yeah, the, the speech that he gives. Well, this, um, yeah, this is interesting, because this, this is... Um, because we have, I think the, this is the second time that they acknowledge previous doctors, isn't it? Or mm-hmm. pre- you know, classic doctors. Because you had a bit in the the next doctor, and then that went down well. So they decided to put a whole scene in this. Ah, um, oh, I'm quite looking forward to this one. Then. Yeah, it's going to be. Uh, yeah, you got Amy Pond in a short police uniform. Yes. What's not to like? Uh, yeah, I remember this. I've not watched it since it was transmitted, but I remember it being quite a strong start. You've got the debut of Rory as well. You've got the debut of Matt Smith. And it's going to be interesting after what we've said today about how this, you know, the Doctor as a superhero, the Guardian of the Earth, how the Matt Smith variation of it goes down with us, you know? So, yeah. There's definitely less of a smug factor with Matt Smith, isn't there, that David Tennant had. I really enjoyed David Tennant's performance, but there was definitely a slight smugness to him. Yep. Um, it'd be interesting to see how this works. Yep. Oh, so, good choice, yeah. that. Good choice. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, join us then in seven yes. days where we're, we're at the debut of Rory, Amy, and Matt. Yes. Is it right. the 11th hour? Is that what it's called? The 11th hour, yes. The 11th yes. Hour, yes. yes. And something did you, I've did only... Did you make ju- that choice earlier, or did you just do it at the 11th hour? Oh, very good. No, something else that we've got to talk yeah. about. Um, I yeah. only found out yesterday, I think it was on Instagram, because I follow a, a, a Doctor Who Instagram fan page, right. is, oh, um, the guy in the big nappy um, is in it. You know. Um, the guy in the big nappy? Yeah, the Patrick Troughton story with that with that middle-aged bloke who was meant to be like a teenager and he wears the big nappy. The, um, the Dominator's one, you oh, know. right, yeah. He's in it. He's the old is boy he? in it. And it's like, no. He's but when... When you know that's him, it is. He's Cully or something, wasn't Cully, it? Yeah. Cully, yeah. yeah. Cully, the forty-year-old uh, teenager. That's the one. one. Yeah, he's in it. Cully oh, in the Dominators know. is um, the one that Amy tells to shut up, and I'm yeah. going to borrow your car or something like that. When there's a wow. scene round the round the uh, the village pond. Yes. Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah. I should look out for that now. Yeah, look out for it. When you know it, it's like yeah. bloody hell, it is him. It's because he's not in a nappy. That's what yeah. it is. Well, he might be. <laughs> you only see him from the waist upwards. Yeah. He could have had a big white nappy on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, folks. Well, yeah, Good see stuff. us in seven days. Will this, like, will we be getting things back on track? hope so. After two stinkers. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we need, we need a palate cleanser, don't we? But will the palate cleanser yeah. be happening in you who? I don't think it's happened yet, so no. let's, let's wait and see. All right? Good stuff. Good stuff. Okay. All right. Well, see you then, then, right, folks. So. Right. Thanks, Sam. Bye. Bye.